RT8K News. It's one o'clock, I'm Judd Boaz. The headlines, the judiciary announces new rules to protect jurors from having their photos taken in trials. A delivery van driver gets 34 years in prison for drug trafficking. And a non-government organisation says the government should consider making it mandatory for schools to report cases when a pupil is permanently removed by parents. The judiciary has announced new measures to prevent people from taking pictures in jury trials. This comes after a woman was recently sentenced to seven days in prison for contempt of court after taking photos during a hearing. And in another case, pictures of jurors were sent to the judiciary in a high-profile Mong Kok riot trial last month in a possible attempt to pervert the course of justice. Altus Wong reports. The new ban, which will take effect in about a month, covers both civil and criminal trials at the High Court and inquests before the coroner's court. Members of the public will have to completely switch off their phones or cameras and put them in their bags or pockets, regardless of whether the court is in session. They will be provided with a bag if they don't have one. Visitors will still be free to use their mobile phones in public areas of court buildings. Legal representatives, law enforcement officers and reporters in designated areas of the courtroom will be exempt. Currently, visitors are allowed to use mobile phones or devices inside courtrooms for sending emails and texts. A judiciary spokesman said jurors must be free from all actual or perceived interference, pressure or distraction. Two men have been given lengthy prison sentences in one of Hong Kong's biggest cocaine trafficking cases. Louis Wing Yip and Wong Yat Chin were arrested in a Sao Mao Ping car park in June 2016 with three suitcases and a bag containing cocaine. Mr Louis, who drove a goods van, was sentenced to 34 years in prison after earlier pleading not guilty to trafficking. He said he was just a delivery man and didn't know what he was being asked to carry. Mr Wong, who pleaded guilty to trafficking and possession received 22 years and eight months. High Court Judge Joseph Yao said both defendants only played small roles but should be held as equally criminally liable as other traffickers. Chief Inspector Alan Tam welcomed the sentencing. I think the sentence could have deterrent effect against the trafficker, especially you can see the sentence of 34 years of imprisonment is an appropriate sentence at the rental car drivers or taxi drivers should not help the drug trafficker in deliver the drugs for a high monetary reward, especially if they encountered any uh, suspicious clients. For example, if the clients keep changing the destiny location or the clients just assign the rental drivers to deliver the goods to a destiny location without boarding the rental car, they should inform the police immediately. A director of a charity for vulnerable children says the government should consider making it mandatory for schools to report cases when a pupil is permanently removed by parents. Dr May Lam from Variety was commenting after a woman was found guilty of child neglect, resulting in her seven-year-old daughter being left in a vegetative state. The woman and her former husband were also convicted of perverting the course of justice. Here's Dr Lam. Is actually looking into that, but definitely before there was a gap in identifying. Because if the parents just turn up and say that I'm not bringing the kids to school, or they have an excuse of you know taking the kids somewhere, and then I think it's important from the school to report such cases. Now the key issues is also from the legal perspective: what are the rules and regulations, or whether or not we are trying to enforce that to have you know people must report to the social welfare department if the kids are. 
absence from school for a period of time. I think it's very important. And maybe the school can collaborate with the social welfare service, for example, in the integrated family service centers, you know, in all uh, districts in Hong Kong, 18 districts in Hong Kong, maybe there is some kind of reporting system so that even though the school have no connection with the kid, then the local family, integrated family um, service center, they can go to approach the kids, you know, do some family visits or home visits to see whether or not what's actually happening at home. Organisers of the annual July the 1st pro-democracy march say they've dropped the idea of engaging in civil disobedience at the start of the rally. The Civil Human Rights Front has been at odds with the police about the starting point of the march as it was given the Victoria Park lawn even though it didn't ask for it. The group had considered disobeying police orders and starting elsewhere, but after an extended meeting, the group now says it will only arrange for some protesters to go into the lawn at the start. It will also ask the police not to stop demonstrators from joining along the march route. In a significant policy reversal, President Trump has signed an executive order designed to keep migrant families together at the Mexican border. His policy of zero tolerance towards illegal immigrants has led to thousands of children being forcibly taken from their parents. Signing the bill, Mr Trump said it was about keeping families together, adding that he didn't like the sight of them being separated. We do want to keep families together. This is a problem. If you look at uh, some of those horrible scenes from... A few years ago, to me, they were horrible scenes. They were just terrible. And that was during the Obama administration. Other administrations have had the same thing. We're keeping the family together. So this is it. And also, there may be some litigation. We're also wanting to go through Congress. We will be going through Congress. We're working on a much more comprehensive bill. But we have to have strong borders. And ultimately, we want to see it done right. And it will be done right. Three major American airlines, American, United and Frontier, have told the Trump administration they do not want their aircraft being used to transport child migrants who have been separated from their parents. From New York, the BBC's Paul Blake sent this report. United and American said that the policy was against their company's values, while Frontier said it prides itself on being a family airline and would not knowingly allow our flights to be used to transport migrant children away from their families. The government quickly responded, saying that the three international air carriers clearly do not understand U.S. immigration laws and that they were buckling to a false media narrative. All three carriers said that they had no evidence their planes had been used to transport affected children. The former Roman Catholic Archbishop of Washington, Cardinal Theodore McCarrick, has been asked to cease public ministry following allegations that he sexually abused a teenager nearly 50 years ago. The Vatican found the allegations against him to be credible. Cardinal McCarrick said he had no recollection of the events, but apologised for the pain he had caused. The UK government has seen off a threatened rebellion by Conservative MPs who'd been demanding a meaningful say on the final Brexit deal. The House of Commons voted by a majority of 16 against the idea that MPs should have the power to stop the UK leaving the EU without an agreement. The BBC's Norman Smith reports. Conservative MPs who held back from rebelling against the government last week following a last-minute promise by the Prime Minister once again shied away from a confrontation. This followed a fresh assurance that MPs could be given a meaningful vote if the Speaker, John Burko, ruled in favour of one. 
Six Tory MPs did still defy Mrs May, but most appeared to accept warnings that defeating the Prime Minister would significantly weaken her hand and that the government was seeking to avoid no deal. The photo-sharing social media site Instagram says it's moving into long-form video. The new service will offer clips up to an hour long, the BBC's Dave Lee reports. These days, if you want to make big advertising bucks online, you need to do it with video. Capturing attention long enough to run ads in a clip is becoming a hugely lucrative way for companies to make money. And right now, Google's YouTube is the top earner. Instagram wants a slice of the video advertising pie, which is estimated to be worth around $18 billion a year. To do so, it has launched IGTV, its effort to give creatives, many of whom are already on Instagram, more space to express themselves. The Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau has announced that legal sales of cannabis will be beginning in Canada. The Cannabis Act makes Canada the first major economy to legalize the drug for recreational purposes. Mr Trudeau said the new bill would work in two ways. Parliament has now passed Bill C-45, which will legalize and strictly regulate access to cannabis. We will soon have a new system in place one that keeps cannabis out of the hands of our kids and keeps profits away from organized crime. Scientists in Britain have produced pigs that are resistant to a highly infectious disease which costs the farming industry millions of US dollars each year. Here's the BBC's Palab Ghosh. Porcine reproductive and respiratory syndrome, or PERS as it's known, is one of the world's most costly animal diseases. Producers in the US and Europe lose £1.75 billion each year because of it. The virus latches onto a particular area on the surface of the pig cells before infecting them. The scientists deleted a small part of the animal's DNA, which stopped the virus from gaining a foothold, making the pigs immune to the disease. Tests so far showed that the animals weren't affected in any other way by the process. A man has lost a thumb, allegedly having it bitten off during an argument with another passenger on an MTR train this morning. Police say the two men started fighting in the train to Mongkok after arguing how crowded the compartment was. One reportedly had his left thumb bitten off while the other suffered injuries to his eyes and face. The pair have been arrested on suspicion of fighting in a public place and were sent to Kwangwa Hospital. The Walt Disney Company has increased its bid for 21st Century Fox to more than 71 billion US dollars, beating a rival offer made by Comcast. The new offer would be settled half in cash and half with shares. The BBC's Paul Blake again. This is the latest twist in a bidding battle between two of the United States' biggest media companies as they vie for ownership of key parts of Rupert Murdoch's media empire. The deal would see Disney acquire 21st Century Fox's television and movie assets, which are home to characters like the X-Men, The Simpsons, and Deadpool. Disney and Comcast are competing to buy up Fox's assets as traditional media companies try to head off competition from streaming services like Netflix and Amazon. 21st Century Fox has already described Disney's offer as superior to Comcast, but said it was open to competing bids. A short time ago, the Hang Seng Index was at 29,508. That's 185 points down on the previous close. Turnover stands at $52 billion. Currencies, the US dollar is trading at 110.61 yen. The euro is standing at 1 US dollar 15 cents. And the pound is worth 10 Hong Kong dollars 32 cents. And now with a look at the latest sports news, here's Adam Chung. 
Luis Suarez has taken Uruguay into the last 16 of football's World Cup. The Barcelona striker scored on his 100th international appearance as Uruguay beat Saudi Arabia 1-0 for their second win. They're guaranteed to progress from Group A along with the host nation Russia. World Cup winner Cesc Fabregas was asked what it's like to play with Suarez. Call him like a street player. You know, you, you, he's always aware of the situation. He's always trying to be in front of the defender, which I think Rio will say that you hate that your striker being in front of you. Your defender should always be in front to try and cover the situation. And uh, he's always uh, a danger, and he will be through the tournament. Spain and Portugal are level on points at the top of Group B after wins for both. Spain are ahead because they have fewer yellow cards in the tournament. They beat Iran with Diego Costa getting the only goal of the game. Cristiano Ronaldo scored his fourth goal at this year's World Cup as Portugal knocked Morocco out with a 1-0 win. The former Ireland international Kevin Kilban played against Ronaldo in the English Premier League and was critical of Portugal's latest performance. They're just not great at all to watch, are they? They're, they're a dreadful watch, you have to say that. And watching them again today didn't change my mind. To cricket, England have made the highest total in women's T20 internationals as they beat South Africa just hours after New Zealand has set the record. New Zealand posted 216 for one in a 66-run win over South Africa in the Tri-Series opener in Taunton, thanks to captain Susie Bates' 124 not out. But England did even better on the same wicket. They scored 250 for three. Terry Beaumont hit 116 off 52 balls before England restricted South Africa to 129 for six to take victory by 121 runs. It was the third successive international century for Beaumont. I think I'm hitting it probably better than I kind of ever have done but even yesterday in training I kind of had a few doubts about I'm not quite as confident in T20 as I am in ODI. To ice hockey, Taylor Hall has won the Hart Trophy awarded to the NHL's most valuable player. The 26-year-old winger beat out Colorado's Nathan McKinnon and LA's Anshay Kopitar to become the first player of the New Jersey Devils to win the honor. Hall scored a career-high 39 goals this past season. His 93 points placed him sixth in league scoring. The awards ceremony took place in Las Vegas where the hometown Golden Knights were well represented. Their coach Gerard Galland and general manager George McPhee were both runaway winners of the top awards for their respective positions. The two men led the expansion Vegas franchise to a dream season in which they came within three wins of lifting the Stanley Cup. And that's your look at sports. And to end the news, the top stories once again. The judiciary announces new rules to protect jurors from having their photos taken during trials. A delivery van driver gets 34 years in prison for drug trafficking. And an NGO says the government should consider making it mandatory for schools to report cases when a pupil is permanently removed by parents. The news from RTHK. Discount rack. People 
We are 